Hey, Reach Paramount, welcome to our podcast. Hey, this message begins our series, Upgrade, with Pastor Omar Lopez in a message entitled Freedom. Enjoy this message. Praise the Lord. You can be seated. This morning, we appreciate all of you being here. There's nothing better than Jesus. Hallelujah. In fact, turn to someone right now and say, you're in the right place at the right time right now. I believe that today. We welcome all of you. We're glad you're here. We're going to have a wonderful time this morning as we start uh, this new series on Upgrade. Uh, we do kind of want to remind some of you and maybe inform some of you that may not know our, our REACH conference. Uh, many that have not been to a conference, it's been, I think this is our, this is two years that we haven't had one, right? Or last year we didn't have one. So it's actually gone by two years and so we've had a lot of new people come in and don't even know what a conference is what it's all about and so uh, we're a church planting church right here we have a church planting culture and many of the churches that we've planted out that have started in different cities and different places are we're all going to come back together it's going to be like a family reunion and uh, we're coming together at a conference center there at the Marriott and it's just going to be a wonderful time a wonderful word of God that's going to be preached by different people and uh, we have different uh, ministers that are preaching uh, during the conference and we want to encourage you there's a lot of people that say wow you know it's kind of far take the week off on vacation take your vacation for Jesus is it all right a lot a lot of people take their vacation time for the conference uh, we even encourage people to stay at the at the Marriott and be, you know, come be a part. I'll tell you what, it's going to be a wonderful time. Is that all right? So I want to encourage you to do that. Uh, but as we start this new series called Upgrade, I begin to think about that word upgrade. And basically, upgrade means to raise to a higher standard or higher classification. Uh, many times when we upgrade, uh, you can upgrade a person in their promotion at work. And so he, he's, instead of just a skilled laborer, he is now a supervisor and so there's all of this upgrade and the wonderful thing about upgrade is when you gave your life to Christ it was an upgrade am I right your whole life got upgraded everything got upgraded this morning so I'm going to read a verse of scripture and then we're going to pray and ask the Lord to help us therefore if anyone is in Christ he is a new creation he's upgraded thank God old things have passed away and behold all things have become new so father today we thank you for the word of god i thank you for every person that's sitting in this building today i pray today even those that are online i pray that the word of god would go forth today and it would just minister to lives reach in the areas of our hearts today that just bring revelation bring understanding uh, lord today remove every distraction there's so many things that distract us today i pray remove those distractions Help us to give you our 100% undivided attention. I pray for the anointing of the Holy Spirit that declare the word of God today and that the people would hear the voice behind the voice. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, amen. And so this morning, I'm going to give you an encouraging message. Is that all right? This, this is really going to be an encouraging message today. It, it'll challenge you in some areas, but if anything this morning... I really want to encourage you, 
and really want to lift up your spirit. And so this morning, I'm going to talk about an upgrade to freedom. How many enjoy the freedom this morning? And uh, here's what Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse 36. It said, if the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. And since it is 4th of July, we kind of figured, hey, we might as well kind of combine our message a little bit uh, because of freedom. And, of course, uh, uh, obviously, 4th of July is American, America's Independence Day, and uh, we became a nation on the 4th of July. And many people may not be aware, but does anyone know what our first freedom is, our First Amendment is? Maybe some of you do, and I'll, I'll read it to you. And, and I, okay, I'm not being political. I'm going to get biblical, okay? But just, I just want to bring out this point. The first freedom of America is the freedom to worship. It is the First Amendment. It says, Congress shall make no law respecting or regarding an establishment of religion or prohibit, prohibiting the free exercise thereof. And so the First Amendment is basically guaranteeing our freedom or our right to worship how we want. In other words, Congress can't make a law in how you're to worship. They can't tell you how to worship. They can't prohibit you from worshiping. In other words, uh, the government cannot tell us how, when, and where uh, we are to worship. It is a freedom of worship. And this is why from the beginning of the nation, the reason why the pilgrims came to America in 1620 was the, basically, they were not looking for political freedom. They were looking for religious freedom or the freedom to worship. They wanted to have a nation and where people could freely worship God in the way that they wanted. Of course, they came from England, and I know it's not a history lesson, guys, but just stay with me. They came from England, and the Church of England was dictating how people were to worship. They were dictating how they were to do it, and they wanted the freedom of religion or the freedom of worship. So they immigrated here to America to upgrade their freedom to worship God. Hallelujah. And so this morning, what I want to talk about is something much more deeper. Again, more deeper than political freedom, more deeper than any of these things. I want to talk about the freedom that you have in Christ, spiritual freedom. Say freedom. Because most people are not spiritually free. You may be saved. You may be walking with God. You may have Jesus in your life. But there are a lot of things that you're not free from. There's a lot of Christians, believe it or not, they're bound by worry. They're bound by stress. They're bound by anxiety. They are bound by depression. They are bound by resentment, all of these things. Yet you live in a free country this morning, but they are not personally free. There's some things that, that they're still bound to. There's some things this morning that they're not utilizing. They're not upgrading the freedom and the benefits that God gives them. And I kind of used this analogy before, but I, I want to use it again. I remember when these smartphones first came out, and one of the things, and it still does, but I remember when it first came out, uh, one of the things that it would tell you is that uh, uh, press now if you want to upgrade the system, right, the, the iOS system. And I, I remember I, I, just, I would just ignore it, or you had the option to hit not now. And I was constantly hitting not now. 
I said, like, I don't have time for that. Ain't nobody got time for this, right? I just didn't, I didn't have time for this stuff. I just thought, I got, and plus, I kind of like what it was already doing. I go, I don't want to change. Are you with me? I don't want to upgrade. I, I like the old way of doing things. And, and I know when I hit upgrade, that means I'm going to have to do things differently. And, and it's going to be changing a little bit. And I don't want to change that. I like the old way of doing things. And so I would always hit not now. And then after a while, I began to realize that my smartphone was kind of acting funny. There were some apps I couldn't open up. There were some videos, things I couldn't watch. And I, I remember it was kind of getting slow. And I remember I finally told my son, because, of course, you always have, a, have to have a son because you don't know anything. So I, I told my son, son, you know, what's going on here, man? What's happening with this phone? Something's wrong with this phone. He said, Dad, there's nothing wrong with the phone. He goes, uh, have you upgraded yet? Or, or what did you do? Did you hit not now? And I go, ah, you know, not now. I don't need all that stuff. He goes, well, that's the problem. You kept hitting not now. Well, I missed like three or four upgrades. And it start, now I was way behind. And my son was saying, now we're going to have to try to catch up. Now, you got a problem going on now. You know, you're, you're, you're behind. How, don't act holy. Some of you have done exactly. That's why you're saying, oh, I know exactly what you're saying. I don't do it anymore. I don't do it anymore. But at, at that first, man, I was just not hitting, uh, you know, now. I was hitting not now. And as the result, I was not in sync. But all of a sudden, as we begin to get upgraded, uh, my phone began to work faster. I got used to the new way of doing things. Uh, all of a sudden, it became more efficient. Uh, and now when I get an upgrade, I don't have a problem hitting now. Uh, but a lot of us this morning, spiritually, God's been trying to upgrade you. God's been trying to do something new in your life. You've been in this church. God's been speaking to you. And even when the pastor is preaching for you to you, you're saying, not now. Not now. I'll do it someday, pastor, but not now. And you keep hitting not now. And you're wondering why you're the same old way you were five years ago. Why there hasn't been no... I, I said it was going to be an encouraging method. Did I did say that? I lied. No, it is. It's going to be an encouraging method. It really is. This is just the introduction. Hallelujah. Welcome to Reach Church. Hallelujah. So anyway, uh, so what happens is we keep hitting not now and we're wondering... Why we're not free. Why we don't have the benefits of the freedom that we should have in Christ. This is why Jesus again says, if the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. So Jesus says, I'm the one that sets people free. He's the Son. And so he wants to set us free, and you are free indeed. So what is this freedom? What is the benefits? And I'm going to try to get through all the benefits of the freedom. I don't know if I'm going to be able to this morning. Uh, but I'm going to try to give you the benefits of what it is to walk as a, a believer that is free, that can experience real freedom. When Jesus said you're free indeed, what he meant, meant by saying indeed, he's saying real freedom. Remember I told you, for real, for real, right? Real freedom. That how, this is how you experience the real freedom. See, being set free and walking in freedom is two different things. I said this last week. We can have, we can have liberty and we can be liberated, but we're not necessarily walking in freedom. If you've talked to anyone that's ever been in prison, they'll tell you, you know what? They've been in a cell for so long. 
And a lot of them could be liberated from the cell, unlocked from the cell, walk out of the cell, but they're not necessarily free because their mind is still in prison. Their mentality is still a prison. And there's many Christians today, we've announced your freedom, you got saved, you gave your life to Jesus, but you're still walking around like a prisoner and not free. So what does it mean to walk in freedom? What does it mean to be free in Christ? And I want to talk about that today because it's available to all of us this morning. God wants to give you, wants to upgrade you to walk in the freedom spiritually and the power that every believer, it's available to you, but many of, many of us are not tapping into it. Many of us are not downloading it into our soul. We're not downloading it into our spirit, and therefore, we're not walking in the benefits of freedom. Number one, write this down. When you are free in Christ, you have a clear conscience. Now, what do I mean by that? Most of us this morning do realize that all of us have been forgiven of our sins. How many thank God for that? What a benefit. All of us this morning, because we gave our life to Jesus, he wiped our sins away. The Bible says, as far as the east is from the west, your sins have been forgiven. See, I told you it was going to be encouraging this morning. Your sins have been forgiven. Thank God that, you know what, when the devil tries to remind you of your past, you remind him of your future, of his future, right? And you tell him, hey, I'm going to heaven because I'm forgiven. Christ died for me. But here's the other benefit of being forgiven of your sins. I talked about, again, the freedom, uh, a benefit of freedom is a clear conscience. Uh, what it means is not only does he forgive us of our sin, but he wipes or he clean, cleanses us and removes the guilt of sin. That's when you can walk around with a clear conscience. You don't have to walk around guilty. See, a lot of us this morning said, I'm forgiven of my sin, but you're still feeling guilty for your sins. And Christ's benefit, his freedom is saying to you, I've not only forgiven your sin, but you don't have to walk around guilty of your sin. In other words, this morning, it, it, it shouldn't, the guilt shouldn't stick on you. You've been forgiven. So I kind of just got this, you know, just play along with me. I, I looked at this commercial, and I thought this was pretty cool how nothing sticks. So why don't you guys play that video here? And I, I thought it was a pretty cool little video here. Just play along with it. Act like you like it, okay? Is there any volume to it? Oh, there it is. So they are coated with what they call ultra ever dry. Okay, I'm not I'm not advertising for them. Okay, <laughs> and I was watching. I mean, you can look at it. It's like a three minute video. I mean, nothing sticks, man. The water, nothing sticks on this stuff. And I thought, you know, that's how forgiveness is, and that's how when you have no guilt on you, it shouldn't stick on you, past, present, or future. How many can thank God for that? That means it's not on your record anymore. You shouldn't have to walk around with it on you anymore. The record is clean. It's like you're getting in the car and you don't have a warrant on you no more, right? You, can, you don't have to drive around looking for police and 
You say, oh, I see the police turning the corner. You know what I'm talking about. Dodging everyone. Uh, or you got tickets on your car. All these different stuff. You, it, it's clean. You don't have to worry about it. Uh, uh, you have to look over your shoulder. Nothing sticks to you. And the wonderful thing about Jesus uh, is that the blood of Jesus is so perfect that he removes the guilt and nothing will stick on your life. How many thank the Lord for that? So why is that important? Why is it important that we don't walk around with the guilt of sin, that we be free from that? Because even medically, they tell us that when people have guilt in their life and they have this guilt on their conscience, it's one of the most destructive emotions for people today. A lot of people are suffering from guilt and it's messing them up, it's tearing them up from the inside out. The Bible says even in Proverbs 17, 22, it says a joyful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit. Another translation said a guilty spirit dries up the bones. Uh, so I can tell you today, it would be good for us this morning to not only uh, understand that we're forgiven of our sins, uh, but that our conscience is completely clean. And today, you don't have to walk around with a guilty conscience because Jesus has wiped the slate clean. You've been free. How many thank God for that? You've been free. They tell us this morning that, that if, you know, again, I'm not a mechanic, but they said if you uh, continue to have, clean your oil, have fresh oil, clean oil, that clean oil will make your engine run better, right? You have a higher performance, right? The same way, some of our way of thinking is dirty oil. And God is trying to cleanse it. God is trying to clean it this morning so that you can be free of guilt. Now, I want to read this other scripture. I thought this was really good. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 14, it said, God hath purchased our freedom with his blood and forgiven most of our sins. No, it says all, right? It says all of our sins. Not, not just most of them, right? All of our sins. He's forgiven all of our sins. I looked up the Greek word all. You know what it means? All. Everything. Todo. Higher thing. Now, yeah, Greek word for all. Translation, all. Everything. Everything's included. So everything you've ever done in your life, the Bible says, Christ died. He purchased or he redeemed. When you redeem something, you pay the price for something. Jesus paid the price for you and I. By his death, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7, by the death of Christ, we are set free. He came to set us free, not to make you religious, not to make you weird. He came this morning to set you free so that you can walk in the freedom of Jesus. You can clap, all right, amen. You can walk in the freedom of Christ. So when it means redeem, he paid the guilt or he paid the price so you can be free from guilt. You can be free from the shame. I can't tell you how many believers uh, that are still ashamed of what they've done. Christ died that you don't have to walk around in shame anymore. Yeah, I told you it was going to be encouraging, right? And, and you're gonna, you don't have to walk around in, in shame. You don't have to walk around with your head down. Look, I'm going to give you lots of scriptures. 1 Corinthians 1.8, it says, God will keep you free from all blame on that great day when our Lord Jesus Christ returns. You don't have to worry about being blamed. When God looks at you, the blame is gone. See, what happens is when we're still walking around with guilt, 
when we're still walking around with our head down over what we've done in the past, you're, we're almost insulting what Christ did. We're saying that Christ didn't do enough. Can I tell you something? Christ did it all on the, Christ, on the cross. Can you say amen? He did it all for you. You don't have to worry about it anymore. You don't have to try to do anything for it. Jesus did it all. The second thing, are you real, ready for this? Uh, real freedom means you have all access to God. See, when you're free, you realize today that you have access to heaven. You got access to the Lord. We got personal access to God. You don't have to go through anybody. You don't have to ask permission. You have straight access to God. As the pastor, I'll just be honest. So uh, there's many times where people are trying to get a hold of me, but, you know, they'll say, hey, can I schedule an appointment? Uh, can, am I able to, you know, all of these different things? Because many times I got people trying to talk to me or whatever it may be, and we have to schedule an appointment. But when my children call, they don't say, oh, can I, can I make an appointment with my dad? If I'm in the office here, my wife calls and someone answers and says, hey, you know, can I, can I talk? Can I make an appointment with my husband? No, my wife has all access. And some, okay, amen. <laughs> Everything. All. Let's go back to the Greek word, all, right? Means all. Everything. All access. And so, I don't even know how I got into that. But anyway, all access. Why? Because those are my children, and so they have all access. Uh, again, I, I was thinking about this years ago. I don't know how many have ever been to Circus Soleil. Anybody ever been to Circus Soleil before? I remember years ago, I went with a company I was working with, uh, and we went to Circus Soleil, and, and it, all this acrobatic stuff that they do. I mean, it's pretty awesome. I remember I'd never been to a circus like this. I go, this is a circus? Man, this is wild. And, and then I, I thought, man, you know, they took all the cell staff, and, and they, they, you know, they, they treated us really good. I remember we, they, they just took us out to eat. They took us to Circus Soleil, and then they gave me this card that said, all access. I said, Wow. And they go, where can you go? Go anywhere you want. Even I can go behind the stage. Yeah, I can go anywhere you want. All access. You can eat at any of the buffets that are around here. You can walk in. Nobody, as soon as, as, soon as they see the all access card, they let you in. So I was walking around like, ooh, yeah, I got the all access, man. <laughs> go anywhere I want. It's all access. I can go anywhere I want because I have the all access card. That thing was worth a lot of money. I mean, I could have sold it on the side or something, but, but I had the all-access card, and I remember just walking around thinking, there, it's unlimited. I can walk in because I got this card that says all-access. Can I tell you something? In the kingdom of God, with the Lord Jesus Christ, you have all-access to God. I said, you have all-access. That's the freedom that he gives you. You have all access. So many times people say, Pastor, can you pray? I need you to pray. No, you have access too, not just me. Oh, I need the pastor to pray. Why don't you pray? You have all access. All of us have all access. Well, no, I need the pastor to pray. No, no, you can pray. You have all access. You're a son too. You're a daughter too. You can pray. God listen to you just as much as he listens to me. Could you imagine this morning what it means to have all access? Just, just think about this. Let's just say you had, again, not getting political, whether you voted, however you, but let's just say you had access to the president whenever you wanted to. 
You could walk into the Oval Office, have a conversation with him. I, I mean, wouldn't that be awesome? Say, hey, yeah, I can, I can call, you know, on the hotline. I, I can call the president right now. I can fly in the plane or wherever you were at. If you lived in Washington, you could walk in. You would say, what an honor that you have access to the president of the United States, that you have all access to him. Can I tell you something? You have greater access, even bigger than the president. His name is our heavenly father, God the father, the almighty God. You have access. And yet this morning, some of us, we walk around like we have no access to the throne of God. And I'm here to tell you, you have direct access. You don't have to pray through anything. You don't have to use this or use that. You don't have to talk to a pastor or a priest. You can talk right to God. You have all access. Look at what the Bible says in Hebrews 4.16. Let us then feel free to come before God's throne. You have the freedom, the Bible says, to come before the throne of God. Now, here is this grace, the Bible says, that we can receive mercy and grace to help us in time of need. Another translation, we could boldly come before the throne of grace. So you have all access. That means you can pray. You can talk to God anytime you want. You have access. There are many times my wife and I, we go to Costco and she said, we need to pray. Because she knows how I get with a crowd of rude people. She said, honey, you need to pray first before you go in. And I'm kind of looking at you. Yeah, you've already had a hard time parking and now... I can see the crowd, and you have to deal with all these people. You know what I'm talking. Don't act holy. There's some rude people at Costco, right? I mean, they just think, you know, what's going on with these people? I'm always wondering, where do you people come from? Where do you guys come from? Stay home. Don't even come shopping. You're rude. But that's a whole story. That's another sermon. So I have to literally pray before I walk into Costco. And my wife said, you need to pray. You need to really. Anyway, how many of you have ever gotten to a place where you just need to pray? God, I need your help. Going to work every Monday, huh? Lord, help me. I need help today as I, I you know, I, I need help when I face my coworkers, whatever you do, because you have all access. Jesus today gives you all access. Are you ready for the third one? Real freedom gives you the power to do what's right. See, a lot of us this morning, we have struggle. We struggle doing what's right. Well, see, when you, when you operate on your own power, you're not going to be able to do what's right on your own. You need the power of God. You need the Holy Spirit. Can you say amen? And here's the thing that we think about freedom. Many times we think that freedom means no rules. If we're free, then we don't have to listen to authority. If we're free, there is no rules. What planet are you from? Exactly. Where did you come from? Go, go out and drive your car however you want and see if there's no rules. See if you don't get a ticket or go to jail. Anywhere you go, there's authority. And anywhere you go, there's rules. Try standing up right here and saying something. Somebody will take you out of this room right here. <laughs> this is not a dialogue. This is a monologue. Yeah. I've had somebody stand up trying to talk back to me. I said, this is a monologue, buddy. I'm preaching here today. You're not the guest speaker. Sit down. You're out of order in Jesus' name. Yeah. It's a monologue, not a dialogue here today. Now, you can say, praise God. You can talk back to me. But the minute you try to preach here today, you're not the preacher here this morning. So I just thought I'd put that in. Not that it would happen, but it did happen. <laughs> happen only once in my life. 
And my ushers, man, they weren't gracious either. They just took the whole guy, the, car, the, the whole seat, chair, everything. They took him out. <laughs> You're out, man. You're out of order. There, 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 are, there are guidelines here. There, there, there are rules. Are you listening to me? Rules are good. Are you with me? There are guidelines. You ever have people say, I just can't wait till I get out of my dad's house. I can't wait till I get, leave my mom and dad's house. Then I'm going to be free. No rules. And what are you going to do after you graduate? I'm going, I'm going to join the military. Oh, yeah, no rules. Exactly. No rules in the military. Oh, you're going to be free to do whatever you want to do. And I'm here to tell you that you're, 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 man, you're, you're, you're ready for a wake-up call. I'm telling you. Because no matter where you go, whatever job you take, wherever you walk, there are rules to that. Try going to the courthouse and doing whatever you want to do. They'll throw you out. They'll put you in jail anywhere. So this is our problem. We think that freedom means no restrictions. We think that freedom means no rules and no borders. And you've got it completely wrong. We think it's the absence of limits. In fact, freedom, let me just say this, is the power that God graciously gives us to say yes or no. That's the power. Real freedom is that you get to say yes or no to something. See, when you can't say no to something, that means it's an addiction. When you can't say no to something, you're addicted to something. You're obsessed to something. But real freedom gives you the power to say yes or no. And see, when you learn to say no to things that are destructive for your life, you have freedom. But when people keep making the same decision that's destructive... And ruining their life, ruining their family, you're bound, you're addicted, you, you have no freedom. You're bound. But real freedom says, hey, I don't have to do that. Oh, yeah, I don't have to drink that. I don't have to take that. I'm free, man. I, 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 you know what? I, I'm walking in freedom. That's the power to say yes or no. Am I making sense this morning? And so all of us this morning, when you experience true freedom, you've learned how to say yes and no, and you learn how to say yes to the right thing and no to the wrong thing. I was reading an article about this, uh, uh, this young man. He, he, he wrote this. He goes, um, my parents were the typical liberated baby boomers that were probably hippies growing up, he said. There weren't many boundaries in our home for me growing up. My dad, my dad thought he was being really cool, allowing me to experiment with sex and even drugs. My sister and I were encouraged to find your bliss. Just do whatever you wanted. We were encouraged to do whatever we felt like doing. Could you imagine some of your teenagers say, yes, what a, they're the coolest parents in the world. Uh, and they, they did it all in the name of creativity and freedom. But by the time we were in our mid-20s, both my sister and I were really messed up and confused. My sister had two abortions. I got AIDS. My new wife left me because I couldn't end my addiction to meth and pornography. So my so-called freedom wasn't freedom at all. It was a sham. Wow. I was, excuse me, I was reading the, a lot of the article, but I just wanted to, you to read this part. On the outside, it appeared to be I appeared to be enjoying the fast life, but inside I was enslaved, enslaved to my own fears by my own insecurity and my own compulsion. Look at what he says. I needed somebody to free me from myself, from yourself. 
See, you're bound. See, bingo, he hit it right there. He, he hit it right there. He said, man, I thought all this freedom, I thought oh, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And he realized that it, he was more bound. He was more imprisoned than he'd ever been. See, true freedom allows you to say yes to something and no to something else. And, I, and I'm here to tell you the great thing about the grace of God. A lot of us this morning, when we think about the grace of God, we think of it as the covering. It actually, the grace of God empowers you to do the right thing. In fact, you can't operate and do it on your own. You need the grace of God that empowers you to do what you're doing. See, the minute you start thinking, I got it all together. Oh, I got this whole Christian thing figured out. I don't need to read the Bible. I don't need prayer. I don't need worship. I don't need church. I got it all figured. Man, I, it's, it's self-power, right? Self-will. I'm telling you, when you walk out of the grace of God, you can't do anything by yourself. That's why there the, all these self-help books, and I know they're good. There are thousands of them every year that are being written. Do this, learn how to do this, learn how to get on a diet, learn how to work out, you know, all this different stuff. Some of us, man, we could read the diet books. I mean, we could sit down on our lady chair and start eating chips and say, man, this is good. Let me highlight this. Let me highlight that. Let me do this. Oh, man, this is so cool. Uh, I love it. But see, if you don't put any action to it, that self-help book's not going to help you. You don't have the power to do it on your own. The wonderful thing about the grace of God and the power of God is, yes, you don't have power on your own, but you got Holy Ghost power, the grace of God power to get you to do and obey God. See, we're not powerless. We got the power of God to help us. See, I, I, I don't think for one minute in my life that I'm doing it on my own. It's the power of God. He empowers me. He works through my life. I can't do it by myself. Look at what 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 18 says. It says, some people arrogantly, in other words, pridefully, use nonsense to seduce people by appealing to their sexual desires, especially to sexual freedom. They promise freedom. Look at what they say. It says, but they themselves are slaves to corruption. A person is the slave to whatever he gives into. Isn't that wild? I mean, here is Peter. He's addressing. I think he's talking to our culture today. Everything seems to appeal to our sexual desire. Every commercial, every type of thing that you look out there, and it's appealing. And pretty soon you think, man, I, I could do whatever I want. But I want you to know, sooner or later, you're going to get bound up in things. And sooner or later, you're going to find out that you can't break free from things because you're not walking in the freedom and the power of God. I like the way Paul said that. I mean, he really is honest. He says in Romans chapter 7, verse 24, what a miserable person I am. Who's going to free me from this life that is dominated by sin? But then he says, thank God, the answer is Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. So he goes, I can't do it on my own, man. This sinful desire, everything that I'm bound to, man, but thank God, the one that frees me, the one that empowers me is Jesus Christ himself. He empowers you to free you. I'll read another scripture this morning. Romans chapter 6, verse 6 and 7. It says, our old sinful self was crucified with Christ. So that the sin might lose its power in our life. We're no longer slaves to sin. No longer slaves. Amen. For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. So here's the thing that God gives you this morning. He gives you the power to say yes or no. 
He gives you the power to say yes to God and no to sin. And I'm here to tell you, every time you feel like your uh, temptation's around, every, there, there's always a way out. Don't ever say the devil made you do it. He don't make you do anything. You chose to do it. You gave in to the seduction, and because you didn't tap into the power of God, you're not walking in the freedom of God. But, friend, when you begin to walk, you could say no to sin. Say, you're silly. I'm not drinking that. I'm not. You're, you're a fool. Amen. I, I know better than that. I'm not going over there. I, I know that's a setup. Some of us this morning, it's a setup. It's a bear trap right in front of you. You're just walking right into it. Come on. You know better than that. Don't go hang out with that person. Jesus has set you free. You're walking in freedom. You should see that coming a mile away. Are you ready? Number four, real freedom is living with meaning and purpose. When you have freedom with Christ, you have purpose. See, a lot of us this morning, we think our purpose and the meaning of life is happiness. Can I tell you this morning, God didn't come to make you happy. He came to make you holy. And, and that comes by having purpose. A lot of us this morning, we think, I need to be happy. Come on. If you need to be happy, then we'll just give you a bunch of tequila and a bunch of all kinds of stuff. Is that going to make you happy? It'll make you happy for a little while. Yeah, it, it, you know, just for a little bit. Ron Simpkin said that this way. He said, if I wanted to be happy, I'd just get a bottle of tequila and a few prostitutes and go, you know, do my thing. He said, but that's not going to bring real joy. That may give me happiness for a moment. But it's going to entrap him. Are you with me? So happiness is not a feeling, not an emotion. It's not something that, uh, you know, just something that fulfills us for that moment. We've got to live with purpose. Say purpose. We've got to have purpose in Christ. Jesus said, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And so God wants to give you this abundant life, this life of freedom. I remember walking in the market the other day, and I was hearing this song. Some of you know this song, Sweet Dreams. Anyone, any of you guys know Sweet Dreams? Who am I to disagree? Travel the world in seven seas, whatever it is, right? Everybody's looking for something. I always think about that. Everybody's looking for something because you're unfulfilled in life. You're going to keep looking for something. And that whole song is sweet dreams. Yeah, those sweet dreams are going to take you nowhere. You need to be looking for something your whole life. Can I tell you, you don't need to be looking anymore. The answer is Jesus. The answer is Christ. He brings the freedom. I told you you'd be encouraged this morning. 1 Peter 1.18, God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life that you inherited from your ancestors. I'm telling you right there. All of life has to offer you this morning is just vanity. It's just emptiness. The answer is Christ. The real freedom that you can experience is Jesus Christ. Everything else, it's going to just be empty dreams. Things, friend, that will never bring you the peace that you're looking for. I'm not going to be able to get to all of them this morning. But I want to just say to you today, the real freedom that you can have is having Jesus in your life. The moment you give your life to Christ, that's when you begin to experience the real freedom that God gives you. That's when you begin to experience the real power that only he can give you today. So I want to just bow our heads for just a moment today. Holy Spirit, you'll help us today, God, to realize that you are offering us freedom, that the real freedom comes from you. 
not from the world, not from what people can offer us, not what the world offers us, not what television says or advertisement says, God, but, but real freedom comes in knowing you, that we can be assured today, Lord, that no matter what happens in life, you're our anchor today. You're, you're the one that fulfills us, God. You're the one today that totally, totally fills our life. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And God, your Spirit is in this house. Your Spirit is in our lives today. So, Father, I pray. I reach out to every person that's here, sitting in this building, maybe listening online. God, you want to upgrade us to a life of freedom, to real freedom today. So if you're in this place with every head bowed and every eye closed, you're sitting in this building right now, you say, Pastor, I need that freedom that you're talking about. I need that freedom today. See, you, you thought you were free. Can I tell you something? You were liberated. You had liberty, but you're not free. You got liberated, but you're not walking in freedom today. And God is saying to everyone this morning that he can set you free. The Bible says, Jesus said, he that the sun sets free is free indeed. And what it's going to take this morning is you giving your life to Jesus. Saying, I need Christ in my life. He's the answer you're looking for this morning. So all over this building, with every head bowed and every eye closed, you say, Pastor, I need the freedom that you're talking about. Man, I thought I was free. I thought I was free. I thought I was free. But I'm, I'm, I'm not free today. You say, you know what? I need the Lord in my life. I need the Lord in my life. So if you're in this place right now, you be honest with God. Be honest with yourself. Just say, that's me, Pastor. Pray for me. I need the Lord in my life. Would you raise your hand right now? Would you raise your hand right now? Back over there. God bless you. Who else this morning? Right over here, down here. God bless you. God waiting for you. There's some more people in this room. See, you're so bound that you can't even raise your hand to be free. And Jesus is saying right now, I'll set you free. I'll, I'll forgive you. I don't care who you are, but if you don't have Christ in your life... We're all guilty of sin. Every single one of us this morning. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. The Bible says there's none righteous, not even one. All of us have sinned and gone astray. The moment you think, I'm okay, you're not okay, you need God's forgiveness. I'm just telling you that's what the Bible says. That all of us are guilty of sin. That we need God's forgiveness. And today, what I'm offering you by the Word of God is freedom from sin, being set free today, and walking in that freedom and that liberty that God wants to give you this morning. So if you'd be honest with God, you'd raise your hand and say, I need the Lord in my life. Pastor, I need that freedom you're talking about. Would you just raise your hand right now if you haven't raised it up already? Just raise it up right now and say, that's me. That's me. Is there anyone else right now? Several people raised their hand. Anybody else right now? You just raise it up. Say, that's me. I need the freedom that you're talking about. I need Jesus in my life. Raise your hand right now, whoever you are. Just raise it up. Maybe at one time you were walking with God, but for whatever reason, you took a detour. You're not walking with God today. You need to come back. You need to rededicate your life. You need to walk back into freedom. You walked away. 
and you need to make a U-turn today, and God's saying, I'm reaching out to you. I'll, I'll give you that freedom that you lost. You walked away, but you need to come back right now. Raise your hand. Say, Pastor, I'm away from God. God bless you. Thank you. Anybody else? Anybody else? We, again, we're not here to embarrass you. We're here to pray with you this morning. Raise your hand, whoever you are. Just raise your hand all over this building. Is there anybody else? Again, I want to encourage you. Give your life to Christ. That's the real freedom today. It only comes from the Lord. Is there anybody else in this building right now? Praise the Lord. If you raise your hand, look up at me. Back over there. You mean it. Over here. God bless you. We want, we want to pray. I'm going to have some people pray with you today. Why don't, why don't you guys stand with me? You guys that raise your hand and, and come down here. Some of you, this young man here, why don't you, we want you to pray with him. You can go ahead and pray with him. Go ahead and pray with him. God bless you. God bless you, bro. Amen. God bless you, brother. Amen. Over here. We need some ladies over here to pray for them. Is that all right? Why don't we all stand together right now in this place? I'm talking about real freedom. I'll be honest with you this morning. There's a lot of believers today that are walking around with a guilty conscience right now. In fact, we're going to just lead a time of worship together right now. And as we do that, we're going to open the altar in just a moment. But go ahead and lead us in worship for just a moment. Thanks so much for listening to this message from Reach Church Paramount. To stay connected with us, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Reach Paramount. To give and support this podcast and ministry, visit our website at reachparamount.com give.